Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. We are still dealing with our hangover from our three-year extravaganza. <laughs> yes, that was quite a bit of fun, I've got to say. I really enjoyed it. We had a good time. It. What did you think of the edit? Did you, did you get a chance to listen to the edit at all? Of course. A, 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 a chance for me to hear... <laughs> so, did you see, though, it was not in the top ten songs. It was the top ten sidekick songs. I'm scrubbing through this thing, going... <laughs> And, okay, where is it? Where I know what he's talking about. And I'm like, where is this? And I get to the end. I'm like, it's not here. And I'm like, well, where else could it be? And I realized, oh, it's sidekick okay. songs. So, okay. but it worked out though. And you're right. When I when I um, recorded it uh, to put it in the episode, I was just dying laughing yeah. at it. It just, it, it just gets me every time. We've so, had a yeah. lot of people who've complimented the pod. It, it, it was a good episode. It was a yeah, really really I, fun episode. I agree. And we've seen we've seen numbers kind of jump here in the last yeah in the last couple weeks. So for sure. Um, we're picking so, up listeners. So Matt, what are we doing today? So um, you know. One of the things we did in our research yesterday, uh, last week is we learned that our top 10 episodes seem to be some of yeah. our most popular. And one of the other things that I love about this podcast is, don't get me wrong, we hit all the mainstream things, but we also tend to go off the beaten path a little bit. And that's where yeah. sometimes the the episodes get very, very fun. And so um, Disney, especially Disney parks, have no shortage of urban legends. No. And, uh, and, and I, I will admit, I love a good conspiracy theory. Not to believe it, but I love the ridiculousness of... What the the listener doesn't understand right now is that Matt is wearing a tinfoil hat. (laughs) (laughs) These are Disney urban legends that I'm going to prove to you that are true. It's going to be like a three-hour podcast. Scratch scratch that. It's a tinfoil Mickey ears. Oh my goodness. Um, but no, um, yeah, so that's so, what this is. You know, and it's funny. Yeah. You're right. Th- there is no shortage of Disney urban legends that are out there. I remember going down a rabbit hole years ago on the website snopes.com. I'm sure yes. you've heard of Snopes. Snopes, um, for those of you who don't know what Snopes is, I, I would imagine most people know. But Snopes is like the 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 website to go to when you want to check whether or not something on the internet is true or not they it was started as this little like private independent like husband wife duo and it was ran like a geo city site like 25 years ago or whatever and then it's become this thing that people go to to verify whether information is true or false well i say this because at the time this would have been 15 years ago um they and they probably still have it. They had an entire area dedicated to just Disney true or false. And so I remember and that's kind of where this idea came from was like there's a lot of you know, well did you know Disney does this and it's and and as a travel planner now I get a lot of like I get some of that I'm like, well, that's that's actually not true, uh, but I can tell you <laughs> can tell you where that came from or where that yeah. idea came from. So um so yeah, so we're going to do a top 10. Um Matt thinks there's going to be a lot of crossover. They very they're very well maybe. Um but if there is, awesome. If there isn't, awesome. And at the end, I've actually got four or five that um sound like uh urban legends but are actually true yeah, uh and yeah. I, i'd like to share those so uh matt would you like to go first or second this let me time? kick this i think you kicked off last time so i'm okay gonna last week so i'm gonna kick off this time because i have a relatively um harmless one okay that's you know for at my number 10 but I, I feel like this is one that people think and that is that the camel outside of the magic carpets of aladdin is controlled by a real person <laughs> it is somebody's <laughs> job to watch as guests get too close and spit them with water. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, outside of the magic carpets of Aladdin, there is a like camel that spits out water and seemingly it is random. And what people have theorized is that this is actually controlled by a cast member that Disney is paying someone who just sits there and watches guests get too close and then squirts them. This is false <laughs> um it is just random it is although I'm... it is pretty uncanny how yeah. how accurate it can get because you you'll see the puddle and go well i'm not going to stand there and you stand somewhere else and then somehow it gets you there too like it is pretty uncanny yeah no, um, and, and there's a reason that you know with with any good conspiracy theory it's it's based in in like 
I don't want to say based in fact, because some of these, I don't know if they're ba- how they would ever be based in fact, but there's, there's some plausibility to it. Um, because, you know, Disney is such a large company and can do these like seemingly, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like amazing things. It would be Disney to pay somebody to just squirt guests with water. Well, well, well I, I so I'm going to share something with you. Um, some of this, some of that thinking behind that could actually be because of the other resort across Orlando, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure has a similar gimmick. Have you ever been to Islands of Adventure? I, I, I have not. Um, okay. But I know a lot about it. So there is, um, is it- inside Islands of Adventure, there is the Mystic Fountain. Um, and that has not only a spitting it doesn't only does it spit guests but it actually tells jokes and it interacts with the guests who are in front of it and so there might be some conflation between the camel and this because that actually there is a cast member inside the fountain and and they get up there and they they have a they have a role to play and they they don't call them cast members but employee yeah, universal yeah. universal employee who tells the jokes and interacts so that could be where some of that conflation is coming from yeah yeah so that's, I, that's just a funny one that like i know that um i may have actually pushed this conspiracy theory to somebody at some point um, i love it that's a good one that's a yeah, really good one that yeah. was not on my list okay all right my number 10 i'm just gonna get it out of the way now it's like the most urban legend of urban legends there is Walt Disney is not hidden <laughs> underneath Cinderella Castle in a cryogenic chamber waiting until some medical marvel breaks through to bring him back to life. Nor is his head. And I want to just kind of tag on to this. The head, uh, the talking bust at the Haunted Mansion, the ones that sing. Yeah, yeah. There's one that looks eerily similar to walt disney himself but it is not in fact modeled after walt disney see i so, heard he was he's frozen under pirates in a, in oh, a that i went to okay. so may, maybe you're just wrong about Cinderella's uh, castle. The, the location i don't know <laughs> he is not frozen uh he died he's not been around in fact he never even had a chance to see what walt disney world looked mm-hmm. like because he died before its completion so just wanted to throw that one out there was that on your list that was going to be my next one okay I, okay same thing i was like we got to get this one out of the way this is the one that everybody yes. knows <laughs> that Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen. I, 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 I freaking love this one. I, All right. I, I, it's, it's seriously so look, funny. It, it really is. All right. I'll go to my number nine then. Um, no, during a hurricane, the castle cannot be disassembled and reassembled after the hurricane is over with. Uh, in fact, the castle itself is not really hurricane proof. It has been built to withstand um, very strong winds. And, you know, I think it's, you know, up to a category four hurricane if it ever got there, but that doesn't mean that the castle doesn't take on damage folks and it can. And when they secure stuff to it, they're, they're making sure that it's not going to like blow away or hurt someone or whatever the case may be, but no, it cannot be. I think the one I read said it can be folded down flat. Yes. I don't even know how that's possible, but no, it cannot be folded down flat. <laughs> this would be my number eight. Uh, okay, <laughs> goodness. Okay. So yeah, I, I now, I mean, I can see conceptually that you would think like, okay, you know, this this world is full of full of modern engineering marvels that you can take certain things and fold them into uh, fold them flat or whatever. But yeah, I I, I think what's interesting about this is. It, Okay, I don't. I, I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know a lot about hurricanes, but here's the little facts that I do know. Because Orlando is in the middle of the state, the second a hurricane makes landfall, it begins to drastically lose power. Mm-hmm. So even a Category 5 that hits Florida, it probably isn't a Category 5 by the time it's going to hit Disney World. And even if it is... It's dying out because it's hitting land. Where where we saw this probably most prevalent was the, was the storm that took place last fall. That was a very strong, very wicked storm that hit the Naples area. 
And I mean, it was a category five. I mean, it was yeah. a very, it was one of the, it was one of the strongest storms to hit Florida. And, um, you know, Orlando takes hurricane preparedness very, or Disney takes hurricane preparedness very seriously. But to your point, it's got to travel several hundred miles inland and it's going to lose steam um, while it's doing that. Now, that's not to say that straight line winds, tornadoes, things oh, like yeah. that are not possible. But no, you're not, if a, tor- if, if a tornado or a straight line wind or something that was really, really powerful were to target uh, Lake Buena Vista, yeah, the castle could very well be damaged. It's it's actually pretty amazing that in its 51-year history, we haven't seen all that much damage, right? Yeah, and I think that's kind of what you can point to is like, okay, well, they're going to collapse it during a hurricane. It's like, they don't, they don't have to. It's, yep. believe me, it withstands many a hurricane. Correct. <laughs> um, all right, so we've gotten your 10, your 9, and your 8 out of the way, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> all exactly. right, well, then I'm going to go to my number 8 then. Um, which is also weather related. Oh, I bet this is one I have at number seven. <laughs> no, Disney does not have a roof that can cover the Magic Kingdom or <laughs> any other park at Walt Disney World when there is bad weather. Moreover, Walt Disney World cannot control the weather while you are down there. If it's raining, they can't fix that. Go inside somewhere and wait for the rain to pass. The fact is, it will rain on your trip. It will rain, especially if you go basically anytime from like April through like November. You're going to get a rain shower right around three o'clock. Yeah. It's going to happen every time. And no, the cast members at Walt Disney World don't have a button they can press to <laughs> just not even how this would work to suddenly cover, cover your like the park like they can't just put a dome over it it doesn't work that way uh was that on your list oh yeah yeah this is again you're you're just working it up this is number okay. seven for me um because <laughs> i i i hit the classics at the at the, at yes, the yes 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 and and so yeah this dome okay this is the one that i'm like okay i don't see how this is based in any kind of fact like the <laughs> The, I mean, I guess like there's baseball stadiums now that, and football stadiums that have the retractable roof that, you know, when there's weather, they can close it up so they can keep playing the game. I think Wimbledon or the U S open or some tennis place has this too, where, Oh, it's starting to rain. Instead of having to cancel, we can just close up the roof. Like I, I understand that that is there, but yeah, the Sky Dome, I think, was one of the very first ones to do that in Toronto. Yeah, but but let's the, the footprint of a baseball stadium and the footprint of the Disney parks, <laughs> much different area we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, I just love that people think I think what this speaks to is how good Disney is at mm-hmm. guest service that people think that Disney can control the weather and mm-hmm. that not only could they like, not even just the protective dome. Some people think they literally are, are changing the weather to do certain things. That's just <laughs> what a wild, like, what a holy wi- yeah, absolutely. No, uh, that I love it. boggles. You know, I think where some of that might come from Matt, um, Tokyo Disneyland actually does have a glass roof over its Main Street USA. Ah. So some of that might be um why people think that and that and that's partly just because of the weather in Tokyo. Yeah. So like 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 there is it's it's almost like you're walking through like a um like a it's promenade the, like a promenade it's the world area. Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you're walking through a um uh, a promenade area of like a mall kind of that kind of feel. So you're not really outside your inside kind of thing. So, okay. Geez, that was your number seven. That was my number seven. All right. Well, I guess I got to go to my number seven now. All right. Okay. All right. Um, this is one that has a little bit of hint of truth in it, but it's not real anymore. It used to be that when you would see the characters from toy story, you could yell to them, Andy's coming and they would freeze or drop to the ground. And um, this was kind of a little hidden gem, a little secret. Is this on your list? No, it is not. No, Okay. It is not. So this was like a little hidden gem or a little secret that only insiders knew. And, and they would get this once or twice a day. And, it was, and if it was safe to do it, they would, they would drop to the ground and freeze. Well, somewhere along the line in the last five or six years, 
the word of this got out that if you yelled Andy's coming to the toys of Toy Story, that they would drop or freeze or whatever, that Disney deemed that this isn't safe anymore um, and that it was happening like 30 times a day and it was just nonstop. So um, after Toy Story 3, basically, and after the word of this got out, now what will happen is if you say um, uh, Andy's coming, the handlers for the characters will say Andy's in college, Andy's off to college, and and they'll move on, and that yeah. they won't actually freeze. So it, it, it there is it is an urban legend, and it was a true urban legend, but it's not true anymore. You can't yell Andy's coming and um, get them to drop anymore. This is something that the internet has ruined. Yeah, because I wish this was still a thing. That like, again, the, you know, small group of people knew and it only happened once a day, even like once or twice a week. And it was a special thing that the people mm-hmm. around got to be a part of. But yeah, I mean, when once the Internet finds out something of that, it's another it's, one of the things that the Internet ruined. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's toast. So yep. a, a cool, a, a cool thing. But um, yeah, I get it. Why you, you can't have cast members falling down on the ground or freezing, like especially now with the with the crowds and trying to Correct. get through the line of oh, kids yeah. and maximize the amount of guests. It makes sense why they aren't doing that. Yep. All right. What's your number six? My number six. This is another one that that has some truth to it, but not in the way that people think it. And that is that Disney in the parks is mind controlling you. (laughs) I saw this one and I didn't put it in the list, but I saw this one. Yes, Yes. that is right. That is right. That Disney is mind controlling you to buy things. Yes. And experience things. And so as you walk around gases are being pumped into your brain that you are, you are going to be mind controlled by the Walt Disney company. And okay. It is not true that you're being mind controlled. However, they are using psychology to imprint on, they're using sales tactics to make you. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So like, I mean, it's, it's probably the, the most, you would know this most from if you walk past the main street confectionery, it smells like a confectionery mm-hmm. um, because they are pumping out that scent of vanilla so that you smell that and go, Ooh, that smells really good. And it draws yep. you inside. But this is nothing new though. And this is not, Disney's not the only one who does this. They've just mastered it guys. Yeah. I mean, like, like, casinos they do it there's not a clock inside at a casino there's reasons why there's no windows in a casino there's a reason why they pump oxygen into a casino to give you that high that feeling of freshness of christmas christmas um uh disney's no different there's there's a reason why they fling the doors open and leave them open on main street usa for any of the gift shops where when you walk by you feel that air conditioner because you want to go in for a couple of minutes yep there's a reason why at the end of a lot of attractions you walk past a gift shop i know it's a joke but it's not there's a reason why you walk past a gift shop that is themed to the stuff that's there i just got done talking to my brother my brother is down in walt disney world right now with with my nieces and my nephew and 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 michelle and and god bless them they're having a blast and i said all right you know what he's like it's been a lot of gift shops and toy buying i said well what toys have you buy and he listed off he's been down there for six days Blake alone has like 12 new toys, like five <laughs> of which are plush, plush stuffed animals. And again, I get it. It's, it's one of those trips you take once every four or five yeah, years. Yeah. I totally get it. But Disney is not trying to control you, but they're also, what I will say is they're giving you the opportunity and the permission to say yes. That's really what it comes down to. And any good salesperson knows this. Yes. Anyone who's been in sales and and if you haven't ever been in sales, you've experienced this in... In your local Target, probably, you've yes. experienced this. Popcorn. Like, they pop the popcorn so you can smell it wafting through the store. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, this is this is not new, but but it is not a mind control no, technique. And that was not. the myth. And and the, and I, I, I went down a – I've been down some very deep recesses have you, of the – Have you heard about the let it go conspiracy theory? Oh yeah, that it's like that. That there was some kind of a like a, some kind of a tone or a tune that Disney knew what they were doing to to literally um, uh, make kids like 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 obs- 
obsessively like fall in love with that movie so that they would buy all kinds of merchandise that that one song like people were accusing disney that that one song was literally mind control for children yeah that's again not true (laughs) i have to tell a funny story about this so um uh that kind of goes along so we have a disney hits playlist that's on Mm -hmm. spotify we just play and uh this morning i was i my wife had left for church my girls were still sleeping so we decided to let them sleep and i was going to come a little bit later and um uh i was taking a shower my kids were like we're gonna we're gonna play out here you turned on disney hits we're fine to to dance and sing and play with our toys and i get out of the shower and i hear screaming oh no and i'm like oh no like is there a kid upset nope it's just my my daughter singing into the unknown (laughs) into the unknown every time i hear that song i think of the goat I think of the yeah. goat. I think of the goat singing that song. I do. I'm sure your daughter has a much better voice uh, than the uh, it's goat. Very, so. It's still very screamy. Okay. <laughs> so that, All was, right. that just was That's uh, very funny. funny. But yes, yeah. No mind control right. happening at Walt Disney Company. All right. Well, I'll go to my number six. Um, let's see here. What do I want to do? All right. Here's one that is really interesting. No, uh, it, the, the, the urban legend is that nobody is allowed to be pronounced the dead on disney property ah i i read this one i did not have this one yes so this one is one that comes up quite often actually dates back to my time when i when i was looking at um snotes that that even if somebody actually dies unfortunate and it has happened and i'll get there in a minute um even if somebody actually dies that walt disney world has a stipulation that the paramedics must drive them off of disney property to actually pronounce them dead um this is not true people have actually died on disney property some from natural causes others from unfortunate horrible horrible accidents um which i don't want to get into but yeah, there are a handful of people who have died on Disney property, and it is actually illegal for a paramedic or a law enforcement professional to know knowingly know that someone is dead and not pronounce them dead at that moment. They can't like move them at that point because then a coroner's got to get brought in all that stuff. So yeah, people have died on Disney property, people with heart attacks, people with underlying conditions, again, a couple of tragedies. You can actually go on to Wikipedia and look up deaths at Disney World. It will show you every death they've ever had. There's been a couple of cast members who've passed away. Most deaths, I will say this, there's only been a couple of accidents and none of them, um, there, not, there have been, as far as I can tell, there are no deaths at Disney World where um, it, it's an accident that was caused like by a, a ride or something. So Disney is very safe in that regard for guests. There are, however, a couple of scenarios where safety standards of cast members were not being followed and someone died and there's also most of the guest deaths are either natural causes or the guests did something stupid and they weren't supposed to do it yeah. like one of the deaths for example is after park closing somebody decided to climb up onto the monorail track well you can guess what happened there so um yeah so that said you can be declared dead at walt disney world <laughs> that's that's very funny. That kind of goes with my next one. I'll see if you. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. So my number five is there's also a myth that if you have your baby delivered at Disney World, that baby gets a free lifetime pass to Disney World. I have never heard this oh, you've one. Never heard this? Oh my gosh. No. Yes. This is a new so, one. Okay. So like people would go like heavily pregnant, ready to pop. Because it and and wow. not go to the doctor because if their baby was born on while at Disney World, their baby would get a free lifetime pass to Disney World. This is not true. <laughs> I have <laughs> never heard that one yeah. before. Yeah, so people people would go super pregnant and huh. like attempt to have their baby like on Main Street or something like that <laughs> because they wanted their baby to get a free oh, oh pass. my gosh, not true no. People. If have, you are very pregnant, go to the doctor. Or if you're having a home birth, call your midwife or whatever professional person you are wanting to do. Please do not attempt to have your baby at Walt Disney World. You're going to get taken to the hospital anyway. So, yes. <laughs> you know, wow, I've never heard that one before. Yeah. All right. Well, let's stick with this theme of life and death. I've got one more here for you. Okay. Um, the urban legend is that Disney will allow you 
to spread ashes of your dead loved ones in the parks or on attractions. In fact, some people have quoted that they've um, spread their ashes at the haunted mansion and they live on there forever. Folks, don't do this. <laughs> I can't believe that I have to say this, but don't do this. A, if you get caught, you will be banned from Disney property the rest of your life. And, like and, and they me, take that me, very seriously. And let me go. This is not if you get caught. When you get caught. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> when you get caught, you will be banned from Disney property. You cannot do this. Moreover, if you do it on an attraction like the Haunted Mansion, like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like any other attraction, when you get caught, guess what happens? That attraction now has to completely shut down. Everyone has to be taken out of the queue and they have to clean the attraction, which isn't just a hour long endeavor. It very much could be down for a couple of days because you were the idiot who decided to spread your loved one's ashes in the attraction. And your loved that one's makes ashes no do sense. not end up in the attraction. They end up in a vacuum cleaner. Yes. <laughs> Someone you has know, to vacuum up your loved one. This this makes no sense to me whatsoever. I get that people have this obsession with these rides in this place. I mean, we're one of them. We, yeah. we love this place. But I, I'm not going to instruct Nate to bury me at the Walt Disney World theme park. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just not going to happen because of, again, I know what happens, right? So, no, it is it is not something you can do. Um, one person one time may have attempted to do it and guess what? They don't get to go to the theme park anymore because they made a stupid choice. Well, and it may have been, I, I think what we all have to realize is that when you're on these rides, you are being watched like, like it, nowadays, like, a hawk. like you are being watched like a hawk, like, even you, in the dark, you, even in the yeah. dark, you are yep. like a hundred percent. You, you, anything you do, they can see. Yes. So maybe this was one of those things that before all of this, this camera technology that I'm sure there was a time at the Disney parks where you could do something on a ride and get away with it. And so maybe, maybe like remains of people 40, 50 years ago, yes, were put on a ride because they did. They it could the somehow world. get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, there's no way. And no. Disney does not want, thousands of people coming to spread their remains at their theme park. No, they're not going to allow you to do that. (laughs) No. All right. I'm going to go to my next one. Is this number four for you? This is, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. It's number four for me. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're at four as well. Yes. Yeah. I'm at four too. All right. So my number four, um, this one, this one's actually a little bit more serious. Um, There is this thought out there that, oh, I'm on Disney property and I can let my guard down because it's 100% safe versus going somewhere else that you might travel to, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Is Disney World and Disneyland, are they safe places? Absolutely. They are safer than most agreed. But folks, you should never, ever let your guard down, ever. There are still bad people. And bad people go to Disney and there are still people who want to do harm and they go to Disney. And just like if you were walking alone at night in a city and you're walking alone at night in at a Disney resort and doing a walk around the resort. Yeah, it's probably really well lit. But you know what? There's also areas that maybe there's a light out. And if you're alone, you should still keep your surroundings and look around and and make sure someone knows where you are and what you're doing, just like you would no matter where you are. Just because it's Disney does not prevent it, does not prevent bad things from happening, right? And so for that reason, this urban legend of within this 40 square miles, nothing bad can happen. It's just not true. I think this is probably most evidenced by the fact of of that poor boy that you know, what, what happened with the alligator or the mm-hmm. crocodile from, from a few years ago at, at the, you know, the grand Floridian, right? The parents let their guard down. Oh, he's on Disney property. He'll be fine. No, these things, there are bad things that can happen. And so you always need to be prepared and, and be aware of your surroundings at all time. And for God's sake, watch your children. Like, like, don't, don't just as, like, Oh, my kids six and eight. I'll let them go run around Magic Kingdom for the day, and I'll stay back at the resort. What? 
No! What are you thinking? That is not a thing. What's that? Don't do that. Don't do that. Was that on your list? No, this was not on my list. I, I have right. some I have some some fun ones for the last four. Oh, I, I, mine get more serious for the last oh, four. But... Mine get absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to your number four. Why not? The Cats. It is, of course, that what Disney does at the end of the day, this is especially Disneyland, to control the rodent problem, they release an army of cats. Matt, uh, that's out. true. No, no, that's actually true. No, I don't think they have them no, no. released. They, they're already out there. They're fa- that's actually one of the things on my list that's actually true. They don't that's... release them, but they have a family of feral cats that they do not um, pick up. They leave them out, and they go out at night to catch the rats. See, now that's the key, is that okay, there are people okay. that think that, no, these are cats that Disney like has in cages throughout the day oh i didn't know that i didn't realize people thought that okay in cages throughout the day and then the park closes and all the cages come up and this (laughs) army of cats comes out to 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 uh do the bidding yes you are correct that that there are feral cats that disney just doesn't do anything about yep um so they can help control that rodent population but but no disney is not cultivating an army of cats now let's keep in mind this is a disneyland only this is not walt disney yeah, World. this yeah. is just this is disneyland disney. and it literally goes back to when the park was open i mean it, yeah. it, there have been feral cats there for years um but i didn't realize people thought that they kept them in cages good oh, lord yes, yes that like uh, that like at the end of the night they you know get them back into their little homes mm. and i mean I, and maybe it wasn't even cages maybe it's nice like yeah the cats cats are very comfortable but then that night they have a job <laughs> Yep. All right. What's your number three? My number three. I guess this is one that's kind of sad, um, but kind of has a interesting, uh, interesting uh, 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 twist to it. Um, there is a a uh, urban legend that someone died during the construction of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that he inhabits George the Pirate. Yes, I saw this and, one. And this uh, is at Disneyland or Disney World. I think this is Disney World. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because they say, don't they say like goodbye to George at night or something? Yes, if they don't, because or hello to George in the morning. So the stu- the superstition is that George, like, if you do not say hello or goodbye to George, and I want to say in the haunted mansion, Kaylee talked to us about like there's a raven that you have to say hello and goodbye. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. So it's not the only attraction this happens where you have to say hello and goodbye to George. And there are cast members that will swear by if you do it, the ride breaks down less frequently. And if you don't do it, the ride breaks down yep. more frequently. Yep. Um, I guess this is technically a legend I can't debunk. Um, I, I, I don't know. Well, and the fact that cast members are 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 probably you know the super, doing the superstitious thing, you know, there's probably some element of truth to this, right? So, I mean, who knows? That actually goes along with. Um, one of the the real the real ones I have on here, which is um, speaking of the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland, some of the skeletons are actually made with real bones, not the ones in Walt Disney World, but the ones in Disneyland. At least at the time when the attraction first opened, they used real skeleton bones from a local university. I want to uh, say it, there's one skull left. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I don't. I, well, I don't know. They just got recently refurbed, so maybe yeah. it's not there anymore. But yeah, that that's a real thing. That that is not an urban legend. That's real. So yeah, yeah not so much anymore. But yeah. All right, my number three. Um, this one is actually, believe it or not, a, not about the parks. This is we're going to go into a different direction for just a second, and it has to do with a bunch of Renaissance era movies. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, okay, was this on your list? It's not, but I know okay. which one you're talking okay. about. So okay. There was a period of time before the internet when back when v- the VHSs were huge where Disney got accused um I wouldn't want to say before the internet this was like right at the advent of the internet like things would start to swirl through emails like that remember email chains oh, and oh, people yes. would forward stuff okay <laughs> so um okay there were three different renaissance era movies that got accused of um Disney trying to overly sexualize these these kids movies i know two of them i don't know the okay third one. so the first one is the lion king and there's a scene where simba plops his head down in grass and grass kind of flies up and the grass kind of formulates into a really weird shape that looks like it spells out the word s-e-x um but 
it, there's actually something there, but what the, uh, the, the, the animators have said is, no, 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 this was a nod to special effects, SFX. It was, a, it was supposed to be a joke, an inside joke of SFX, yeah. special effects. The second is Aladdin. So there is a scene, this is the one you don't know about? This is the one I don't know about. This is the one, this is the first one I was introduced to, actually. So this is the one, there's a scene where, um, where Aladdin goes up onto Jasmine's balcony and, and Raj is there and, and like, you know, starts kind of like attacking him or whatever. And, and Aladdin is heard by many, a lot of people under his breath saying all good teenagers take off their clothes. At least Whoa. that's what they, that's what the, that's what they think they say. Whoa. <laughs> well, it turns out what he's actually saying, but it's muffled is come on, good kitty, take off and go. Okay. And but it's if you you can still to this day find it and go to watch Aladdin. It's that scene. You'll hear it. He muffles it under his breath, and I can see why people thought that. But the script was produced and said, "No, no, no! Come on, good kitty, take off and go." Is what he's saying. And the final one is the Little Mermaid. Did you know this one? Is this the VHS cover? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, on the VHS cover, people got their 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 knickers in a twist. At a Nickers. particular, <laughs> yeah, at particularly a, a a an image of the preacher of the priest, and it looks like he's just overly excited. We'll leave it at that. Um, really, though, when you actually look at it, it's actually just his knee sticking through his robe, and he's got really bony knees. But people accuse Disney of again, oh no, this one actually um, uh, was in combination with a secondary part of that where one of the columns on the vhs looked a little bit more adult like than it should have Mm -hmm. um disney actually did respond to this one and fixed the cover uh for all future releases the other two they left in because like no this one they're like all right all right you know what we get it and you could see it like i'm sure it was one of those things that like nobody really like paid attention to and then when it got pointed out i was like "Ah, it's like "Ah, i get it now what i will say though disney is not perfect here because there is a fourth movie where a disgruntled animator did in fact slip something into a movie that they weren't supposed to. And I think it, I know what it is. Can I guess? Yeah, yeah well, hold on. I'll get you the yeah, I'll get you guess. And it went unnoticed for years because again, there were no VHS copies, no home media copies. So the original screenings of this, um, people would see it and it was a single frame. And if you missed it, you missed it. It wasn't until it became on it got into VHS that people noticed this that disney actually had to they put a recall out there i doubt how many people actually recalled it but any future releases they got rid of it which movie is it is this the rescuers it is it is there is a scene i don't know what what's going on but there's a single scene where i I don't know if they were disgruntled animator or just an animator playing a joke or whatever they put a single frame of a topless woman a real topless woman in this movie and um, so, yeah, Disney's not without fault here. They, they've definitely done this before. <laughs> but I think that goes back to our cameras discussion where, like, again, before you had home media where you mm-hmm. could and you could pause it and go frame by frame. There's no way you would have noticed that. No, no. Whereas absolutely. now, I mean, we can go like and nothing you can sneak in because everything on the Internet and you can pause is gotten frame by frame by frame. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Okay, so that was my what was that? My number three. Yeah. All right. What do you you want me to do too? Um, I've got two left. I've got two left. I've I've got three left because I had one that I wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not. Um, go ahead and go. You could do yours. Okay. This is another pirates-based one. Okay. Friends. Johnny Depp does not decide one day (laughs) that he is going to dress up as Captain Jack Sparrow uh, and just hang out on the ride for yes, the day. Yes. Um, there is, now he did do this at Disneyland for a promotional thing. It was a publicity stunt. It was a publicity stunt. Yes. <laughs> but, he, but, bef- but even before that, people would swear that he, like, I counted an extra Jack Sparrow, and so it was Johnny Depp, who, again, decided, you know, one day woke up and was like, you know what? I'm in between shooting movies. I got the day off. Going to go dress up as Captain Jack Sparrow and go hang out at a ride. That is hilarious. Yeah. No, this does not happen. (laughs) Um, 
Again, the one video that you might have seen that was a publicity stunt. Um, uh, I, 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 that's not a normal occurrence. Um, I think he did one for Through the Looking Glass as well that was similar. Like he was, mm-hmm. uh, he was the Mad Hatter through a screen and he could then interact with the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but- well, that said, here's what I will say. There are times where you might be at Walt Disney World or Disneyland and maybe they're filming some kind of a promo or a shoot. Um, I was there. When was I there? And this was happening. I was there. Oh my goodness. It would have been. This was a couple years ago. I don't know. But the word was that Whoopi Goldberg was there with her tour bus. And she was, she was, she was filming something. I don't know what it was. And, and later on, it ended up turning out what got filmed was she actually dressed up as one of the um, bellmen on the Tower of Terror. Ah, and so she okay. was the bellman for a couple of real guest um, journeys, right? And they didn't realize it was her until after the fact. So there might be times where this happens, where you randomly get surprised. But no, it's not like Johnny Depp is just like, I'm going to go to Disneyland today. You know? <laughs> Staying out on the ride today. So oh, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Let me be, let me make this very, very clear. If I ever become a Hollywood star and become an iconic Disney character, I would absolutely dress up on my days off and go hang out at the rides which Disney would allow me to do it. Uh, from your so, lips to God's ears, um, my friend. From your lips to God's ears. There's a lot of steps that have to happen for that. I'm not <laughs> anticipating that to happen. But you never know. Never know. You never know. All right. My number two. Matt, pick pick A, B, or C. Uh, oh, last name is Brown. Let's go B. All right. Friends. And this is actually a good one. Friends. <laughs> Friends. Listeners. There is no such thing as getting a discounted Disney ticket that is not through Disney. No such thing. You cannot go through a third-party service. There's no such things as getting a Disney deal somewhere because you went through this service over here or this service over here. If you buy the ticket on your own, it's going to cost you the same amount of money if you buy it through a travel agent, if you buy it through a vacation company. It's the same price. Now, that's not saying that Disney doesn't do deals. I just sent out an email this morning to my 250 person mailing lists. Uh, Matt, you probably got it. Savings, savings everywhere. Walt Disney world, Disneyland, throw some glitter, make it rain. It's everywhere, right? That that's Disney and Disney will, will, will throw offers out there, but they're never on discounted tickets. They're always on the resort. The discounted tickets, they'll sometimes do random offers like, you know, to go four days, one park per day and get it for a certain amount, things like that. But again, Disney's the only one who authorizes it. And I tell you this as a caution. If somebody tells you they can get you discounted Disney tickets, run as far away as possible because what is probably happening is they are selling you the leftover unused tickets on their um, X number of day pass they bought. But guess what? That's all linked to their, my Disney account. That's linked to their, their, their thumbprint. You won't be able to use that. And suddenly you're out money right now there are different things triple a will do some offers every once in a while they got a special thing that they run with with disney occasionally um certain hotels through disney through disney (laughs) exactly there is no such way to get discounted tickets otherwise unless it's through walt disney so please don't fall for it i've just heard too many horror stories yeah i will also add to this not so much an urban legend it's just more good disney proper procedure if you ever think you find like a loophole in the way something is done or, you know, oh, I can reserve this over here and buy this ticket over here and get this here. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't risk it. Yeah, you might get away with it now. But the second Disney finds out about it, they are very good about going back to figure out who exploited their loopholes. And again, you get banned. Yeah, You don't want to get banned. Just anyway, the that's, my num- that's my number two. Okay. All right. You already hear my number one? I'm going to give my number one because yours sounds like it's more fun and mine's probably not oh, yeah. as fun. So I, I had a fun time researching this one. Okay. So okay. Please, yes. All right. Friends. <laughs> Again, friends. 
despite the fact that Disney is this multi-billion dollar company, and despite the fact that they are innovators and leaders, they do not have an unlimited source of income. They do not have an unlimited source of money just laying around. The number of times that I hear people on social media or in person say, well, Disney's big enough, they can afford it. No, it, no, no, they can't. They're not as big as you think. They're a big company, mm-hmm. but it's not like the billions they're bringing in is like profits. That, that, that's, that money is not profit. That money, it goes to operating expenses and fixing rides. And I always like to use the example, the tower of terror. Anybody want to take a guess, Matt, do you want to take a guess how much it cost them to build that one ride, the tower of terror, when it was first introduced, um, back with Hollywood Studios. Take a guess how go, much that one ride was. I'm going to go with $963,000. Oh, you're, you're joking, right? I'm, I'm just picking you're, 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 Okay, no. <laughs> that one ride cost Walt Disney World $100 million to make and create and build and test. And $100 million, people. So take that. One ride. For one ride, $100 million, how many $100 tickets would they have to sell to be able to make up just for that? They would have to sell 1 million tickets just to make up the cost of that one ride. That doesn't include staffing. That doesn't include marketing. That doesn't include all the other operational expenses. That's just the creation of that one ride. And that's one ride. Now, imagine all, like, Rise of the Resistance. I can only imagine how much that particular oh, ride that had cost. To cost an I, I would say, yeah, absolutely. I would say five hundred million or more. I would bet. So, yeah. my point is, the urban legend is that like Disney's like this overlord that just literally prints, prints money. money. <laughs> I mean, and they do in a sense, but they have to cover the costs of. Yes, like, like that experience is really great. The reason why it's so great is because they put money into it. Yep. And in turn, you're helping to pay for that operating cost. Yes. Yes. It's a, it is a, it's not as profitable as you would probably imagine it to be. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, and if it was, there would be a lot more theme parks out there than there are. Exactly. Well, and a lot, a lot less failed theme parks and failed themed experiences. Because yep. you think of something even, let's go lower scale, let's go Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Rainforest Cafe's not doing so hot right now. A lot of them well, have closed. Why? Because all of those, it, it, it takes more to build because you're not just building a restaurant. You're building this immersive thing that has to, you know, have, you know, animatronic animals and a thunderstorm that happens. And that's on a much lower scale. Yep. Then you have to upkeep those things. Yeah. Um, and you're paying the operating costs for all of this. And so it just, it, it, it isn't as profitable as you might think it is because it's all this cost that goes into it instead of the restaurant that's just tables and chairs and then their kitchen correct gonna do better because they don't have to worry about servicing an animatronic gorilla Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry just the way you said that they don't have to worry about servicing an animatronic gorilla you are right yeah anyway all right what is your number one my friend okay I had never heard of this one, and I I, I, I kind of slapped together the other nine on my list, partly because there were ones that are classic hits, and um, and I had to do some deep dive of people. Though this is something that maybe not the masses believe, but little bleep. So, uh, Casey, you are familiar with the Tree of Life, is that correct? In Animal Kingdom, that is correct. There's this is one of the I know where you're going with this one. I think best pieces. <laughs> <clears throat> best pieces in in uh the disney parks in my opinion oh, yeah. because if you get up close the care that has been taken to carve the animals in there um is really really great well this was of course designed beforehand and and it's not a real tree it's carved out of tree you know something to make it look like a tree no 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 the urban legend is that this is an actual tree from africa <laughs> that uh that yep. that was just just like this <laughs> with all these animals some somebody had carved it or it had naturally grown that way and disney just like uprooted it 
and slapped it in the animal it. kingdom. I, I, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> I, I, I saw that one when I was looking this stuff up the other day or last night. I had never seen it before. Like yeah. this wasn't like I've seen a bunch of these. That was a new one by me, and I was like, "Wait, what? People actually believe that? No, friends, that is an oil rig on the inside of that, yeah. and it's and, and it's fiberglass, oil yeah. rig, fiberglass, and plaster, and all this other stuff. And and again, it is one of the most beautiful, yeah, beautiful weenies. That's what they call them, weenies on property. But yeah, no, it's not real. It's not, not real. It, it not, did not go to Africa. In case go, the in case the lighting up of the branches didn't give it away, you know, <laughs> like you know, lighting up at night with the random lights, like in case that nah, didn't nah, give nah. it away. Oh, nah, yeah, nah. Yeah. That's how it grows in Africa. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh my god! I just I I, I could not believe it. I I love it. All right. So, so you, you said you have some ones that 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 sound are real. Yes, that, 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 yes, or or at least that are out there. So we already covered the cats one, so I'll skip past yes. that. Another one, um, yes, it is in fact true that at Disneyland above the firehouse, there is a light that remains on constantly at all times and has remained on since Walt Disney's death in 1966. Walt has an apartment or had an apartment um, above um, the fire station, and whenever he was in the parks he would turn that light on to signal he was in the park after he died. Disney made the decision to in fact, keep that light on at all times. The only time that that light is not in the window is during Christmas time when they put a Christmas tree there instead. So that is true. Um, we talked about the real bones and the pirates Caribbean, right? So we'll, yep. uh, um, um, toss that one. This is one you've probably heard. So, um, there is in fact a real wedding ring, uh, trapped in the cement of the queue of the haunted mansion. Um, it wasn't real to begin with. It actually, I think the, earth, the uh, at one point it was just like a ring from like the post of the queue. Yeah. And so in this urban legend developed of, oh, this is a real wedding wing. Well, the, the Imagineer said, well, let's put one out there. This is an example of an urban legend feeding the truth at some point. So that was kind of cool. So that's real. And then this is my favorite one of all. Hidden Mickeys. So we all know about Hidden Mickeys. Did you know, Matt, there is a Hidden Mickey that is only visible for about 15 minutes a year? I did not know this. So there is a rare Hidden Mickey that can be found on November 18th at 12 noon every year. And it can be found in the Little Mermaid queue where the sun goes through a particular set of holes and you're actually able to see not only a silhouette of Mickey, but also a silhouette of Minnie Mouse with her bow. Interesting. And it lasts for only 15 minutes. A cast member, if you're lucky enough to be there at that time, a cast member will guide you to see it. And it's, it's only visible for that 15 minutes. And then the sun goes away and will never, the way the sun hits and the way the rock yeah. work is, it's the only time of year that you can see it. Wow. Isn't that kind of cool? That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I've got one more. This one's not so much real, but it has to do with news right now. Did you okay. see the Inside the Magic? And I got to preface this with Inside the Magic. It's not always the most reliable source. But did you see the Inside the Magic article that came out yesterday that an Imagineer supposedly confirmed that a villain's park is actually something Disney executives are taking seriously right now? I did not see this. Yes, it is. Um, so reason why this is coming up on this episode that a villain's park has been an urban legend that's literally surrounded for 20 years like having a fifth park that was specifically themed to villains well apparently an imagineer has confirmed or anonymously confirmed that this is something they are legitimately talking about now whether it'll be a fifth gate or a different themed land or something else we don't know but apparently this is something that maybe possibly is getting a little bit more serious than than before i mean i think that with the rise of the quote-unquote disney adult to which you and i are a part of that Mm -hmm. crew a park that is more villains themed would be something that would be more attractive to guests now absolutely again like i I mean you're right inside the magic is is (laughs) not the most reliable i'm not gonna take i'm gonna take that with a grain of salt but um i don't think it's not out of the question that disney would be considering 
and 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 considering versus actually doing but heavily considering in okay what's you know if they're future planning for what's the next 20 years what's the next 50 years what's the next 100 years what are we wanting to see i wouldn't be surprised if a fifth gate is is in their long-term plans i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon but i wouldn't be surprised that if if like if they're having a long-term planning meeting and saying all right you know we're we're in 100 years of magic uh you know 100 years of wonder right now you know what what are we gonna do in the next hundred years and you know, mm-hmm. just blue skying some ideas i wouldn't be surprised if they're like you know what we'd love to see disney world have a fifth gate and we have the yeah, land there's a it, lot so. there's a lot that goes into it but honestly they are gonna have to do something i mean the fact that universal is gonna have epic universe now i mean that's three main parks plus this you know the fourth one volcano bay that they talk about but that that i mean that's uh, and this actually goes into what we're going to talk about next week, yeah. which is Universal Studios. Universal's playing, playing. I, I don't think I think Universal is settled on the fact that they know they will never beat Disney, but they're playing to take a chunk of that business. And Disney's going to have to do something and something big. They can't just be around the edges anymore. Yeah, yeah, they're going to because because Universal's taking the big swings. Oh yeah, they're the ones that are taking the big swings right now with like hugely new themed lands. You know, of course, Super Nintendo Land just opened mm-hmm. up and. Um, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just all the videos that I've seen of it and everything. I, they're going to need something that's not just like, hey, guys, we got a new treat at the Epcot. You know, it, it's it's like, okay, cool, awesome. Um, but, you know, even something like Tron is really exciting, but yet it's just one ride. That's it. And so, you know, after that Magic Kingdom, you know, after you go on that Magic Kingdom, it's it, it, it's not like you have the rest of the land to explore. It just is the one ride. Well, and so while that's amazing and cool, and I'm happy they're putting in some new stuff, it 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 doesn't have the impact of what like an epic universe is going to have, where it's going to have multiple new rides, all new lands, experiences. Uh, restaurants, the whole shebang. I mean, I remember this a little bit when Animal Kingdom opened because that was 1998, and so I would have been eight years old. And I remember the hype of this. Like, because when I was a kid, of course, this was all the making of specials, and they were really Mm -hmm. pushing this through. And I remember the excitement of going to a new park and getting to explore all of this kind of new stuff. That was really fun. Um, And not saying that a new ride isn't fun, but it just is different. Well, and the thing about it, though, if they were to ever do that, if they were to go down that route, the thing the thing about opening a new park, and there's a lot of consideration, is they can't do it like they did Hollywood Studios, where they open with three attractions or four, yeah. like you, you, or even Animal Kingdom. I mean, look how long it's taken Animal Kingdom to become. Yeah. And even then, to this day, people, I, I still still tell clients this from time to time, Animal Kingdom is kind of a half day park. It still it is. is, yeah. You know, it, there's a reason why it closes at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, part of that's the animals, but but. Yeah, there's a lot there to do, but you could usually knock Animal Kingdom out in a day. So, all right, Matt, it is closing time. What a show! Yes, absolutely. That was fun. That wasn't that wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of there was some crossover, but not Uh, a ton. I mean, we hit the hits. I figured was going to be a crossover, but yes. So Um, next week we are going to um cover Universal. Matt's going to come with his questions about Universal Studios. And um, I'm going to answer them, even though it's not Disney. If you're interested in taking a trip down to Univers- or to Orlando, Universal could be a stop for you. And I would love to help you plan that. So we're going to kind of talk about that next week. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've also got some of my questions framed in the way I've already started thinking about this. <laughs> where Just pitched um, it to him an hour ago. He's already yeah, got oh, yeah, My brain's already started working where we are going to put it in the context of Disney that that, you know, what? Yeah. What are you really missing out on? Or you... or what? are you getting because that's the other thing is that there are some i don't want to spoil it but there are some perks for staying over at universal like some major perks so like what like to really give like a difference and i and and of what's happening at the two parks and even in that have a conversation of all right what could disney learn from universal Mm -hmm. here and 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 bring over to their parks and vice versa what are some things that universal needs to do that maybe elevates them a little bit so i I think it's going to be a really interesting discussion and universal has some great properties that i am also a fan of so i'm not an exclusively disney person um so yeah yeah um I'm, i'm excited about it 
I am too. All right. Well, it's closing time. If you'd like to get a hold of us, find us on Facebook, Beers and Ears Podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Beers Ears 1928. You can also email us at uh, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Check us out at sorcererNetwork.com. Find all of our episodes, past and present, as well as all of Matt's discontinued on display um, episodes that he's doing. You can also find information about booking your trip through Magical Memories by Casey by going to caseywoolley.com. That's C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y.com. It's a super simple process. I have got a ton of people. Again, if you want to get on my mailing list, please do. But I, I will tell you right now, there are a ton of deals going on right now. Just real quick, through through the through the first part of summer, you can save up to 25% off just because you got the Disney Visa discount, which basically starts to run in the summer. You get up to 35% off rooms. The Stay, Play, and Dine promotion, that where you can get up to um, $750 and dining credits depending on what room you stay at um you got to book that by march 27th so just be sure you're on the lookout for that um and there's also uh disneyland's got 15 up to 15 percent off select stays there disney cruise lines got up to 35 percent off select sailings universal studios got a deal going right now buy three ticket buy three days worth of tickets get two free like get five days of playtime at universal studios and uh spoiler alert you stay at uh universal studios property in one of their premier hotels you get unlimited express pass for free so yeah it truly is um a great time to book so um okay let's go ahead and raise our glasses this episode has been on us matt this is your cue we'll see you again real soon bye everyone (laughs) thank you for listening to a sorcerer network podcast